0: New tales are told of Hades, whose very name inspires fear and penitence, reminding us of the inevitable fate which we all share. I, however, mean to tell you such a tale. Listen carefully. Goodbye, Father. Welcome to Wide Flank.
1: All right. Hello, and uh, welcome to another episode of Wide Flank. (laughs) Oh boy, do we have an episode for you today, folks? Um, we're doing another game club episode. Uh this month we played Hades. Uh I played a lot of Hades for like the past like six months. So I've really played a, played Hades for this game club. Um and uh Danny, do you want to do you wanna tell us about it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Hades is self-described as a godlike roguelike dungeon crawler. Um and it's developed and published by Supergiant Games, which uh some people may have played some of their other games, Bastion, Transistor, Transistor and Pyre. Uh all the, I think all th- all four of the games are like two-dimensional games with um like an isometric camera and uh you know, so it's like a kind of like it's a bird's eye view, single plane game. You know, like Hell Divers or right? Is that a, is that that's right? Right? Uh huh. Yeah. That's, um, I was
1: actually very excited to hear how you describe isometric because I have a very hard time doing it too. Yeah, it's bird. It's bird's eye, but if the bird was looking at something to its side and not right below it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like League of Legends, but three D. Yeah. I also I didn't realize that, like, a lot of this stuff is actually 2D. Like, I just thought isometric was 3D. Like, even when I played, like, Diablo 2, like, I I think I was watching them talk about the remake of Diablo 2, and they were like, you know, this is an all-2D game that we had to make 3D. It's just all 2D sprites. And I was like, what? Like, but you can move in three dimensions. It's just drawn. It's just fake. Right? Um, Which just blew my mind that even after all these years, I had no idea.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and the, uh, so, the... Steam description of the game also reads, I love this, uh, as the immortal prince of the underworld, Zagreus, you'll wield the powers and mythic weapons of Olympus to break free from the clutches of the god of the dead himself while growing stronger and unraveling more of the story with each unique escape attempt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, forget about it. Yeah, me I mean it's, it's
2: true. It's all true.
1: Okay, so, uh, Alon, do you want to tell us what this
3: game is, how it plays? Yeah, I mean, for me, I was fe- I was getting a lot of old-school Super Nintendo hack-and-slash beat-em-up vibes, especially like early on in the game. Before you get good, before you even know there is a story or what any of the items do or what any of the symbols above the rooms mean, you're kind of just running around killing stuff and you're just mashing square, you should play this on controller, mashing attack and your special move and... Just trying to not get, just trying to not die. Um, but I think like roguelikes uh, mean a lot of things. But I mean, for me, it's definitely about sort of a permanent death, meaning that you the the run ends when you die and you have to start at the beginning every time. Some sort of procedurally generated maps. There's not like a map that you go through. It's just a rooms appear and you choose which room to go in and you just continue on. Um there's bosses and stuff like that and and power-ups as you go. So every run is pretty unique. Even if you're going for the same thing, you end up getting different power-ups from the gods called boons, which take you in different directions and get make you stronger in different ways. Um yeah, I mean what 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 else? <laughs> yeah, so I
1: yeah, like to maybe like to describe it specifically, the specific, the boon aspect. Like I, I kind of re- would describe this at talking to people about it. I would say it's like Ninja Turtles or something. That's what yeah, it was. Like, I mean, time. Like, Turtles in Time, right.
3: Um,
2: you guys are so old. Uh, I know. I, I know. know. I was really street,
3: Streets of Rage and I was like, no one in our Discord has played that except I like at it in Hayden because I was like, I know Hayden's played this, but I don't know if anyone else has played this game.
1: Yeah, so, right, like it'd be like if, you know, Donatello starts with a stick and then after the first room, I, does Donatello, is he the stick one? Yeah. He, Yeah, he starts with a stick. It's a staff, bro. (laughs) A bow staff. (laughs) I know what it is, but I'm not lame. He starts with a stick. And then, like, after you beat a room, it'd be like, okay, now the stick's powered with lightning damage from Zeus. And then in the next room, it'd be like, okay, now Aphrodite gives you a move that lets you charm enemies while using your lightning staff, and so on and so on. Um, So because there's so many different gods, I don't know, eight, ten, you can get different power-ups that change every run they each have like i don't know 30 maybe not 20 20
2: 15 20 boons and so they, many yeah. they
1: just can mix up your run um in a variety of ways
2: yeah and then the it's not totally i mean it is random but it's not like totally you're just dragged along to whichever boon or next room like it's not like you're forced to accept whatever the reward is in the next room um oftentimes you have a choice between like a room that gives you more max health or a room that'll give you a boon from Poseidon or that'll give you a shopkeeper. So even with the random elements, you have some control over the kind of run you have. You can like, I don't want any Aphrodite uh, boons this game and you can avoid it or you can, uh, you know, just all all
3: you want to do is talk to Hermes and you can try to do that. But yeah, and that's actually a key. I mean, I, I haven't put that much thought into it, but You need some amount of control, I feel like, in these kind of games. Like the 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 roguelike that I've played by far the most is Slave Aspire. And like if you couldn't see the map or have like choose when to take cards and when to not take cards, like that game would be a disaster, right? Like if this game it was just autopilot and you just get whatever you get and you have no choice, it would feel so much less like personalized and like you're on your own unique run. It would just feel like I don't know, like a weird, why isn't this linear game if you're just making all the choices for me, you know? Yeah, one thing I think that's uh, special about this game is
1: when you you, like, think you have an optimized build or whatever or you're going for something and you don't get it, and because you have to pick a room to go to, it sometimes you just end up with something you've never used before um, or something you thought was bad
3: that just ends up clicking in your overall kit that really ends up being good. Um, so Yeah, one of my notes is that sometimes builds that feel bad, you can tell are really powerful with a different weapon. And sometimes builds <laughs> that feel really good end up being really weak. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm really weak and bad, right? And I love that. they They make it really interesting with... And this is sort of the... I'm taking from the eggplant pod, but from meta progression versus player mastery, where there's all of these different unlock systems in Hades that explores what they call meta progression design space, right? So the weapons have a large amount of variance. They're not, it's not a power creep. It's not like as soon as you unlock the next weapon, oh, now I can beat the game because I'm unstoppable. They just play differently. And just feel differently and make every run and boon feel differently independent to that weapon. There's a thing called keepsakes also that change the playstyle without really affecting the power creep. But then there's also stuff that you unlock in the mirror in the protagonist's rooms, Agrius, where you can upgrade permanent upgrades to help you beat the game. And what one of the guys who, uh, one of the creators of the game who was on the podcast said is that Basically they wanted to make it a game that anyone who's invested time in will eventually beat. Like anyone can eventually reach the end of this game if they grind enough because we're going to keep making them more powerful until they get there. Which I I never really thought of roguelikes like that, but if you think about it there are some games that are just too hard that no one if you're not really good at games you'll just never see the end of and this game actually respects that which I I like. Right. We I think we, we
1: face this with inscription, right? Which is like you can I think I forget who it was, like Dave was like beat it his first run. It was like, oh, I beat it my first run, but I got like sent back to the beginning. Yeah. Like I assume I did it too fast. You know, like and yeah. I I didn't even come close to beating it until like my fifteenth run Same, or something. Yeah. Um but that game definitely like it stops you from playing too fast, which is interesting, but also pushes you along like the more you play it the more times you lose the more it powers you up because and i think the difference between all these games is like you said like spelunky is just about player mastery it's like have you gotten good enough at the game to beat it and these other ones are kind of like you're in this world and we're telling the story via the roguelike mechanic of repeat playing the entire thing the entire thing we've created but we want you to see the end point right we we don't just want you to just fight through room after room until you're good. We want you to see story. We want you to get to the final boss. Um, yeah, we want changes in the world to be
3: meaningful for you. Um, have you played a lot of roguelikes, Danny?
2: Uh, uh, I don't know about a lot. I feel like, I played a uh, played a ton. We played a ton of Spelunky, and then yeah. Crypt of the NecroDancer, and now Hades. I, I can't think of any others that I've like meaning meaningfully played. Uh, it's funny. I kind of always go through these phases with. I mean, I went through it with all three games where I like don't like it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this is so grindy. I've <laughs> got like, to start over again. And then it just something happens at some point, and you just get bought in and. Uh, that that definitely happened to this game. I was actually I was wondering while while you're talking I wanted to ask uh, did you do you feel like the story elements kind of opening up every time you try even if you don't beat the beat the run? Like was that do you think it did you feel like it was done well enough to cuz there's not a whole lot else pulling you forward. I feel like um other than just cu- general curiosity or wanting to beat it. So yeah, like the voice acting, the story elements, the like new characters that come in and the interesting secrets that get revealed by them. Uh, that feel do you feel like that's what engaged you most to like
3: keep going through the grind? I think personally, the challenge engaged me more of just like I kind of want to just skip all this bullshit and dialogue and just jump right back in because I was so close to being so powerful, you know what I mean? And just that, that like temptation of. You know, I'm almost as powerful as a god, basically. Like, you're touching god, is what that game feels like. But, you're a godlike um, rogue. Exactly. But there was a caller on that aforementioned eggplant pod who basically said exactly what you said, which is that they loved that this game sort of subverted the negative emotions around dying and failing. Which happens nonstop in this game by immediately giving you things to look forward to in town and immediately giving you rewards where you can like power up or unlock a new weapon and talk to people and stuff, which I think is again just really clever and and really like respectful of a range of gamers who play for different reasons with different styles. Right. I was gonna say i, I was also carried through
1: by the by the um the Skill-based pursuit, but like every time I died, I was like, when I would come out of the river, I'd be like, "Fuck, fuck!" Yeah, yeah. And then I'd like come out of the river and I'd be like, immediately looking for exclamation points on people's heads to yeah. talk to them, and I was just like, immediately forgot about the run and was just like, "Oh, what is this person saying?" Like, yeah, yeah, oh, Achilles wants so to the talk. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You'll get the hang of it out there, lad.
2: Yeah, I, I, totally, I totally agree with both, both of you. I, I felt, I, for me, it really just felt like it. it yeah, it takes the edge off the, uh, the repeat for sure. Um, I think with these games, it's uh, it's almost like a claw machine or you know a you know, <laughs> one, some, something like that where you're just like oh if I just I know I, if I look at it from the side like if I was just one wedge over I definitely would have had it that time so yeah uh, this like this time I know I'm gonna be able to dodge the chariots or like I'm not gonna step on a trap on my second room that set me behind the whole run I just found like yeah I've, I definitely got stuck in the loop of this time I won't make that stupid mistake that I made. Uh, which of course I continue. I can you know, it's very easy to find new mistakes in this game,
3: but it's really um, unbelievable the the skilling up in these kind of games. It's I'm I'm you guys see me, you know, naked in Discord and my feelings of just like I fucking hate this game. I'm too old, I'm never gonna beat it. Now I can just solo like Elysium with the no boons and the basic sword basically and just like Barely take a point of damage. It's just like I'm just learning to dance. Like one of the one of the notes I wrote when I really was on a run. I think I beat it five times in a row or something. I was like, oh, I I figured this game out. Now it's just don't dash harder, dash smarter. (laughs) Like like with these kind of games, you end up playing so much more slowly. The better you get, in a weird way, and like respecting your inputs. And when you play early, you're just like, and you do this, this is, and you're just mashing attack and mashing. Dash, 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 and dash, and dash, tra- dash, tra- dash. Yeah. Dash. And just like, you know. and now I just like kill everything and dodge everything more slowly. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, Voldy said, I I
1: played Hades for a week, had a few runs, but never made it too far, got bored and dropped it. Felt like I had to play a game in a very safe way unless I lucked into a good build. Um, am I wrong? Bad? Should I try, should I try again? again? <laughs> yes, you should try again. Um, but I would say, like, the f- beginning of the game, like, you are supposed to lose. Um, this isn't, I mean, I think Spelunky you're also supposed to lose, but just because it's very, very difficult. Like, you could beat Spelunky. Like, I could pick up Spelunky and beat it right now like i just tried to play a new hades run and like i died before i got to the first boss <laughs> um and like there are i think the reason it's a rogue light is because early on in the game there are a few like rpg mechanics like we were saying um where you can progress uh you can get more health you can get more ex- you can get like extra lives and that happens after like, you know, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 runs, and then you're locked in. Um, and you don't, uh, I, I, I mean, I guess you have to be careful, but I just feel like once you've gotten it, you're like, it's not especially careful. I feel like you can be like really aggressive in certain oh, ways. Yeah. And, um, and I just think you have to be, in a, depending on certain builds, you have to be aggressive. um, And uh, yeah, I I know a lot of people who've just been turned off pretty early in it. And I think if like the story in the beginning definitely carried me along, but if you're like, I don't quite get how all this comes together, I would just say like, keep going because like the, the, the combat really, you, you really do learn it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that's just the genre in general. You lose a ton of people drop out early on in the game, uh, Definitely my my definitely my experience with Necrodancer. The first couple times I played, I was like, "This is it's like this is a funny idea." It's like I I was like this. I hate DDR. I hate this game, and you know I just. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then then it was like years later that we started playing it and got into it. And I was like, and it's like one one of one of my favorite games ever. Now, um, so yeah, it's just you, you do just kind of have to push through the hump, I think, and then the gameplay is just I, I don't know. It's so satisfying. I think I think we I said in Discord to. I think to you, Alon, that it's it's Doom, but 2D isometric (laughs) roguelike version. What you said to me
3: when I was complaining I couldn't beat a boss, you were like, just play like it's Doom, and I was like, obviously I was defeated. I was like, fuck off, Danny, you know. (laughs) And then like five hours later, I beat it, and I'm like, Danny's the man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really, uh,
2: it it really it reminded it. It's of the games we've played for Game Club. Doom feels like the closest. Uh, just gameplay wise, it's just like super fast pace. I, I guess uh, it's interesting you talking about how you kind of slow down. I, I mean, maybe a little bit. I I don't go for mobility boons. Certainly, like I don't go for triple dash or for forty yeah. percent move speed bonus or whatever. But uh, I like my most successful runs. I was all over the screen, um, dodging attacks, using specials, and you know, playing pl- playing off my boons. But um, it's a uh, Yeah, it's just like, it just is so satisfying to just have, uh, uh, you know, all this mayhem on your screen and to properly dash through it all, you know, or properly dodge and attack through it all.
3: It's very Neo-Matrix shit.
2: (laughs) Totally. You were saying it's hard
1: to see what's going on in the game. Did you feel like that changed the more you played it?
2: Actually, I felt that I just, it changed the way I chose Boons, essentially. Uh, Like, I... Yeah, I had I had some runs where I felt like I was really strong, but just I had like lightning coming off when I dash and I had an Artemis arrow off my special. <laughs> and so every time I would do anything, there'd be tons of uh, you know assets on the screen on top of the enemy attacks. And later in the game, when you're fighting witches and they're shooting out 50 of their projectiles, it's just like literally I have no idea what's going on. Um, and so I would intentionally not get like the Zeus lightning off my dash or, uh, instead I would try to get like the Aphrodite, uh, uh, dash damage and, um, then like the Artemis arrow instead of the Zeus, Zeus lightning off the attack, stuff like that. Um, just because I actually felt like I
3: needed, I needed more, uh, I need my vision to be less clouded by power. Yeah, Svenny's question was basically, are roguelikes actually fun? How do you pick yourself back up, convince yourself to start over after a long but unsuccessful run? And, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about. And I think that I just wanted to reemphasize that something that they said again on that eggplant pod is, you know, like, because it's a narrative, it is a narrative game, right? This isn't just Spelunky or Slay the Spire where you just keep trying, 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 trying until you get better. The, like, difficulty and dying over and over again at the beginning is a means to an end. Like, they have to kill you so that you can start over and do the talking and get into the story and do the enjoyable stuff of, like, walking around and unlocking new guns and getting more powerful. You have to die. Like, that's the only way that you, you reach that stuff. Because if you never died, if this was beatable in your first run, first time playing the game, you would never start over and you would never get to any of that stuff. So that that is just like part of the genre. And I think that like you just have to kind of find whatever interests you most. And it sounds like for all of us, I think the, the aesthetics were so awesome and spot on that like my first reaction to this game was just like, okay, this game fucking rips. You know, I like obviously died immediately, but I was like, this is just like sick. Like, it's just so cool. The music is so sick. Like everything looks amazing. And I, yeah, I went through frustration, but I think that that early on like that and the voice acting and stuff kind of kept me in there and being like, I was definitely doubting myself. Like, do I just suck? And like, I just can't beat this game, you know, and then you just get better and better. Like as they designed you to do and you unlock a weapon that works for you and how you want to play. And it's worth it. Yeah. I just think it's, it's definitely worth it.
2: Yeah. I feel like I would just encourage someone who's going to play this game to not like my first run. I Ted even joked about it. Like, I can't wait for you to beat it on your first try. And I really was like, I think I could do it. And I think I would just (laughs) encourage someone else who's playing to just like it's a be- like the game is beautiful like you c- when those pu- moments where you can walk up to the edge and watch the camera pan oh, out over the layer of hell you're in it's just so cool um and you know yeah all the enemy projectiles and attacks look amazing and just kind of like i would just say just kind of immerse yourself in it a little bit and just enjoy the smoothness of the gameplay and how sharp you can be you have so much control over your character and you like it really feels like especially when you're playing uh with a con- controller like very much an extension of yourself as not so much like you're controlling a uh a car <laughs> a <Yeah>. rocket car <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that's a, <laughs> yeah, he, no, yeah. I love a, so i, I love think it's worth break. it really what i'm saying what i'm saying is like it's i think it's worth it like uh That's how I would recommend someone kind of get over that hump of the game if they felt like they weren't, uh, if they felt really frustrated by it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And One of the funny things that happens also now looking back at those like mirror power-ups that, you know, like I said earlier, they, they kind of permanently upgrade your runs. It's like that was, it's like almost placebo effect. Like most of them don't matter at all. Like, yeah, Death Defiance is kind of broken, you know, and that's probably how everyone like beats the game the first time, right? It's like maxing Death Defiance because it's so strong. But everything else is basically like Michael's secret st- stuff from Space Jam, like Bugs Bunny just giving you <laughs> this and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back in there. But like it barely changes your run at all. What's actually happening is you're just getting better and you're getting used to the enemies and the attack patterns and it's just like, yeah, it just feels so right. good. When
1: have you been on the final boss and a 10% damage difference yeah. would have won <laughs> it for you, right? like
3: I'm, ne- I'm very rarely ever yeah, that it's close. like If only I healed off that dark matter, I would have beat the game. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just doesn't matter at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I, I
1: I think coming from like the um, uh, roguelike Recent roguelike resurgence. I I just think hopefully like more games take that this aspect of like building on the world each time because it's so um it just makes that that whole process feel so much better. Um yeah. and one thing that I, I don't expect everybody to do, but um I really wanted to draw attention to is like the amount of content that every so even if you beat it, you like you were saying you have to die. Even if you oh beat it, God. you die, and yeah. you get sent back. You get it's sent true. back to the beginning. <laughs> you um, reach the
3: mortal world and
1: then die. <laughs> yeah, and when you first come out of the, when you also when you come out of the blood, the like this the sticks,
3: the river, the, the Stygian sticks, river. Sticks yeah, river or I, whatever I love mean. it. It's so it, sick.
1: Um, but you have conversations. There's like a bunch of different characters. You know, Achilles. Hypnos, you got all all kinds of good underworld people and Dusa, yeah, Dusa. Oh my god, the the body, the the floating head gorgon. She <laughs> she is like everybody. Is, it just has something new to say every single time. I think like literally, I what, did a hundred runs before oh my god. I got a duplicate audio line, and it's just the amount of content is insane. It's like it's just, really crazy. Yeah, like I was just like, oh, like I I'm, am I, am I never going to run out? Like, do they just? I was wondering, do they keep patching stuff? Like, are they patching <laughs> content in faster than I'm playing the game because there's so much stuff happening? They
3: just have all the voice actors like chained up in the basement of Super <laughs> Giant Games Factory. They're like, we need another Nick's line. And she's like, no. <laughs> um. Yeah, that the, the last thing I wanted to say on roguelikes also is just this is like the shape of roguelikes, as far as I know them, at least, is that basically the beginning of every roguelike is the least amount of fun for probably hours. That's just how it goes. But as you figure out what the game is, what the mechanics are, your preferred strategy, and whatnot, all of a sudden you're super deep and you can play hundreds of hours. Like I've mentioned before, I think in the inscription episode, like I have over a thousand hours inside the Spire. Like I can just open it and I have a blast every single time. And this game... I probably have like forty hours in or something, but I'm not done. Like I'm very not done, and you know, it's it's for me at least. It's always basically the same. It's always like I'm gonna learn these systems, uh, and then because I know the systems, every decision I make early on will then pay off later, and then later I'll have this huge huge advantage built up because I know everything that's happening. And I know how strong I am, and I know how to spend my resources in the best way and for my best build or whatever. And that, that just fucking works on me every time, every single time that works. I mean, it feels incredible every single time.
2: Yeah. I'm curious what my relationship to it will be long-term. I definitely want to play it more. I didn't play it quite as much as I wanted to before recording. Um, like I would have liked, liked to have beaten it a couple, a few more times, but uh, the, it does lack some of the, mystery or uh like exploration of a game like spelunky which you know we played teddy and i played spelunky for (laughs) i played it consistently and often for years wow and it's uh and there's just you know there's like oh there's all these different kinds of runs and different unlock like rooms you can unlock and maybe hades has more of these than i than i understand from where i am Uh, now but it doesn't yeah and so it's just a really yeah like I do think it's really fun and smooth to play and um and so I'm sure I'm sure I will do a run every once in a while but yeah I don't know if it quite has that same uh same allure that a game specifically like Spelunky has for me
1: right I think we were like we probably had like 200 hours it was like did you know if you throw the damsel on
3: this little pink thing it takes you to the worm
2: world (laughs) right right
3: exactly (laughs) I don't yeah. even know what that means. I I haven't played Spelunky. I've only played a little of Spelunky two. Yeah, we'll we'll ch- we'll change that one day. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Next game club Spelunky one.
3: <laughs> Next yeah. game club, but it's a year from now because I have to log three hundred hours before yeah. I know to throw yeah, the damsel yeah. in the wormhole or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> dude, when you take the when you steal something from the shopkeeper, though, oh, oh God. Brother. don't get oh, me started, brother. dude. dude oh, brother. You want to
1: talk about? So from this shopkeeper, Danny and I didn't know you had to steal the onk to do the whole chain to get to the final secret final boss because you there's like a special item you need to steal and. We thought you, we didn't f- ever fight shopkeepers because we were like, oh, it's too hard. The game doesn't like, doesn't want <laughs> yeah. you to
2: do it. There's yeah. <laughs> like 10 unkillable shopkeepers in this area. The game definitely doesn't want me to try to kill them.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so we just, we would always buy it. We would work so hard. I remember telling Josh and Bacon that we bought it every time. And they were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you buy it? We were like, yeah, like, we, we, we've never done that. Like, you steal us. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, let's, let's keep going with the combat a little bit. Do you want to, so Neil, Neil had some questions for us. He Instagrammed them to me. Um, he wanted to know our fat, my fastest time, which was 25 minutes. Um, I don't know if you guys know yours. Uh, he was like, of course I want to know your fastest time. I only
3: know because the last time I beat it like an hour ago, I beat it in 20, um, 20, amazing. 20, just because I, I kind of just skipped stuff. Like I, I just didn't sit around. I didn't do any of the trials from the troves. I just knew what boons I wanted. I went fists. I was just mega strong. And I actually, I actually recorded my fight with the final boss, Hades. You guys are gonna flip when you see how fast I melt him. Oh, it was God. a oh, fucking God, joke. It was an actual <laughs> joke of a fight. You know when he does the move where he like spins with his lasers? Yeah, I killed him. Like, he started doing that, and I killed him before he finished it. Amazing! Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Fist, dude. So, what's
1: your favorite? Your favorite weapons?
2: I don't know. I, I'll think about my favorite. Favorite as I'm saying this, but my first win was with the rail gun. It was my first oh. run with the rail. Oh wow, uh, that's
3: fucking awesome!
2: Which was interesting. I almost didn't even use it. I was like, "This feels a little weird." I was like, "This cool spear and this cool, you, you know." I didn't wasn't really into. I know my least favorite's the shield for sure, uh, mm. but yeah, the the rail. I just got these insane boons that buff the special. So my whole strategy was just oh. critting. I, I had the Artemis boon, so it was crit. It had a twenty percent crit chance. And when it crit, it would mark another enemy for a guaranteed crit. Yes. So I would literally just run around mashing triangle, and I was I had like lined it up so I could bait them into the ring, <laughs> um, and I because I got the k cha- I think I got the chaos, uh, boon that gave it bonus damage, but it could hurt me as well. Uh, so oh, it was just doing yeah. like when I fought I, when I fought. Yeah, and it's uh, bigger,
3: right? The chaos one. It's like a yeah. bigger explosion. Yeah, yeah.
2: So that was like definitely my most powerful run because I, I actually had not beaten the uh, Theseus and the bull or and the Minotaur. And and then I beat them with the rail, and then and beat the game on that run. So it was just like, yeah. So I, that was that was definitely my most powerful. So but you I guess beat I like the
3: yeah. Hades the first time you fought him. Yeah. That's so sick. Amazing. Barely. Dude, <laughs> I thought I thought so I cru- cruised sick.
2: through him. I was like, oh my God, this is insane. And then it was very dicey when he uh when he came back.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is sick. Uh do you have a favorite Teddy? Favorite weapon? Um
2: I
1: I don't really uh I, I think the sword I'm just the most I just wow. felt it felt um... Like Bastion. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it felt um contained like I felt like I could like dash around, I knew what my range was, it was close to me um I just felt like I could navigate the space really right. well I enjoyed like i I really liked the uh dash reflect boon, and I would often yeah try and get that, and so I feel like with that pa- paired with the sword, I could just get in really close and just do uh fight I and mean, i just love taking the fights up close it just felt
2: yeah The felt the sword good. special is so satisfying also so sick
3: yeah what do you got uh, what do you got for us on? i mean i think my first love was the bow because that was when i that was the first time i felt powerful i think in the game um i didn't i never that and that was the first one i unlocked i think um with the basic sword, I was just getting fucking owned and, like, really wasn't figuring out the game. And with the bow, it was the first time I had, like, a decent run and, like, got a bunch of boons to synergize, and I was like, this feels Did you amazing. have, like, triple shot or something? I think I had the one where you had no power shot, but you could just hold shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just ripping people to pieces. That's um, awesome. Yeah, just critting. And I think I had Ares Doom and stuff like that, which is just so OP. But, I mean, my first, the first build that I, like, Got and then went for again multiple times because I thought it was so fun. Was going for the fists with Artemis special crit and then um, other stuff that makes you just basically more tanky. I got a lot of health, a lot of Athena reflect stuff, chaos boon that gives you like 90 something percent more damage on the special, and like dash, dash, uppercut buffs also. So I would just dash in with my special and do like 800 damage AOE. (laughs) And just, so I'm just dash, 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 just like X, X triangle, X triangle, X triangle. I just felt so strong. But should have just rebound
2: to like R1, L1 or something? I
3: know, (laughs) seriously. But uh, I think my favorite in the end was the spear. I just I don't know, this sounds probably so stupid, but you know when you hold when you hold the spear attack and it charges up to do the big spin one? I can't do that without on my left joystick also spinning. <laughs> if that makes sense, so you're just you're like holding your spear and charging up, and you're like on <laughs> one foot like a ballerina, and I'm just spinning, and it just feels, I just feel so stylish and sick. I, I it sounds really dumb, but so funny. It just it just feels and looks so cool. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's so I, funny. I would love to use... hear that. yeah Yeah.
2: i never use the spin attack when i play with the spear i like uh, i charge it when when, people spawn Yeah, that's when you do
3: you use it when enemies are spawning so i'm just ballerina twirling in the middle of all these guys spawning and then i just let out a huge attack it's so fucking sick i
2: love with the spear if you get the boon where that lets it bounce to like five enemies yeah that i had some really good runs where uh i was just like it was, and the, I would just stand back and just mash triangle and watch it just shoot around the screen and kill well, the, everyone.
3: Yeah, the special with the spear I think is also really fun and skillful. It's like the, yeah. it's like Callista and League, right? It's like right. You pull, you throw it, and then whatever angle you're at, you pull the spear back so you can like kill multiple rows of enemies if you like angle it right and if you get the crits right and stuff with it. So yeah, I think spear is just really fun. But I agree with you, Teddy. Just getting in there is like is more fun than. Uh, ultimately, than, like, just shooting them and playing safe. Right, like, the the best item is the shield
1: with the charge shot. Did you guys ever get that? Oh, you told me about it, but I never got it. Yeah, so, like, Uh. where you just, you do bull rush, but instead of bull rush, a a beam just shoots out of your shield, so you just... You just block everything. You block everything and never have to move, and everything dies. It's (laughs) horrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's, like, a free win, but... Uh it's just like, yeah, I don't really want to play the game that way.
3: <laughs> Favorite boons? Or did we talk about that already? I don't think so. Yeah, I think mine is the Athena Dash. Um It's so fucking sick. Yeah, just bought You reflects attack. Reflecting is so satisfying. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you got the uh yeah, if you can get like a boon that plays off of weak also, it's just like I had a Doom deals double damage to weakened enemies, so just dash around, spin, shooting in a circle, and just
3: watch them all disappear. Oh. Damn. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to think of my favorites. And you, you eventually get like duo boons, which are two gods working together for one like legendary boon. Um. Yeah, I mean, you. I think the first time I feel felt really powerful again in this game is just getting. Getting Ares boons really strong in whatever, basically in whatever synergy was available to me. And just getting the doom damage from Ares boons really buffed up and just fucking... I actually watched a speedrun and that's what they go for. They go for, I think it's an Ares-Athena duo boon. That just fucking he kills people so fast. It just like enhances the doom with like a, you know how doom shows like a sword logo over the enemy and then like comes down. The sword Sword is Damocles. Yeah, it's like five times the size the sword and does so much damage. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of good ones.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite duo, which I wasn't really thinking about because I never really like go for them or get them, is. Is the one where Zeus, and I think Artemis, where if you have your uh, ch- your special, your charged—I uh, don't know what that thing is—the pyramid diamond thing on the ground, your cast, whatever it is, I don't know, gem. Yeah, uh, if it's on the ground, lightning will strike. Oh yeah. i gotten that one before. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just, just passively. Just have like, yeah. 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 So I just love, like, I just feel like it changes the way you play the game. It's like the cast doesn't matter. It's like, just get them all out as quickly as you can. And so the, they're littered on the field and then just lightning strikes everybody. And like, for me, I was like, I really love that because I think it embodied like how, how they can just like, just, yeah, totally upend the way you've been playing the game. And it was really satisfying and it was good.
3: Yeah,
2: dude. I'm just thinking about the uh, duo, like the duo boons, and one of them where I like chose a Poseidon. I chose like Poseidon at the end of the room, and then it was uh Aphrodite, and I was having such a good run. I had like 250 health, and I was at full health at the end of it. And then you know, w- when you have these like duo boon opportunities, you uh, like the- basically have a, a second level within the level where you're battling. Another wave with
3: the, uh, with like a power. Oh, you're from talking about the, the trial, trial by God, trial by gods or whatever it's called. Sorry, yeah, oh, yeah, gods. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, so um, you basically have to choose which god you want to like, right, right, respect, right. and then you get attacked by the other god. <laughs> which one do you want
1: to <laughs> respect? I don't know what to, <laughs> which elder yeah, you right. want to respect. They right. get so
2: upset. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Aphrodite, like, <clears throat> I literally finished like 30 health. I just got absolutely destroyed by uh, by her in that <sighs> in that run. It was so sad, and I of course I think it was like two rooms before Theseus and the Minotaur. It's like, well, it was a good Jeez. it was a good try. Yeah, the actually, worst.
3: I can't so remember hard. what it's called. I don't even remember who it's with, but I did tell you about it, Teddy. I I got a cat. I did. I beat the game with basically like cast being all my damage, and I had. It was like the true shot, I think it's called, from Artemis, where the cast is like a homing missile that can also crit. And then I think it was a Hermes duo boon that like it does a ton of fucking damage when the when the cast thing leaves the enemy's body and it goes back to you automatically. You don't have to pick them up. So I'm just like, cast, 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 cast and it just kills basically everything on the screen. Then anything that didn't die dies when it exits their body and comes back to me. <laughs> that was a really fun one to like stack.
2: You're uh, like the alien. It's like either the alien kills you or it plants an egg in you and the yes, egg kills you. <laughs> literally. Yeah. It felt,
3: yeah, it was sort of like the uh, spear special. It was just like, yeah, if I didn't get you on the way in, like you're about to fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys oh, want to talk about uh the style? Yeah, we have to. for have sure to. it's 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 so beautiful. I cannot believe that there's basically one art director at this company who did almost everything because it's just absolutely stunning and and paired with incredible writing and voice acting and music. Yeah, I think th- the game's made by 20 people.: It's really just fucking crazy. Yeah. There's
2: an interesting thing in the No Clip documentary they were talking about after they'd finished their last game or maybe their second game and how uh you know they quit their a bunch of them had quit their jobs at EA and then uh they're uh like working out of someone's uh, like um, house, like a family member or family member's house and then they they said there were like 12 of them that finished the game. It's just funny that then they're like, "But now we have a whole studio and office and it's 20 people instead of 12." Unreal. <laughs> Yeah, all
1: their all their games have like been very very stylish, and I would say like where they yeah. were lacking was always, maybe not always, but often I feel like the core gameplay just like didn't wasn't quite there for me. Um, I liked all of them, but I think the best thing about them was they just looked and. F- they looked so good and sounded so good. Like, I think the Noclip documentary has all the music from Bastion is like what's playing in like the background Uh-oh. and stuff. And it's like the music is a little lame, but it just like it sounds really good. It's just like it's just really well recorded, good production. I just uh, I really liked it um so i was very excited like no matter what i was like i'm gonna get this game and try it yeah um and then to just be like oh it's a fucking combat uh bonanza as well was great
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah their art style their art style is just it's so beautiful it's all you know all these hand-drawn assets i guess it's just yeah every, every room every room in the game looks so inspired and pretty and like deeply colorful it's
3: it's great yeah, shout out to Gen Z. Not the generation, but the art artist is called Gen Z. Yeah, fuck um, you, Gen Z. And <laughs> shout out, Gen Z. And shout out Gen Z. Yeah, I mean the uh it's almost like I guess you'd rather a company start from the point that you were saying, Teddy, than the opposite. I don't know. That's debatable. But like this company clearly they had really good taste <laughs> all right and so like it looks amazing it's cool the company's small and indie and interesting but the games weren't that great i haven't played them but that's i've heard that from a lot of people and then it's like they all everything worked because they finally made a game that's also great and now it's all fucking incredible versus i feel like it's harder to be like yeah they make pretty good games but like hopefully they have good art one day and music. Cause like that's that's like intrinsic, you know, that's like right. base level stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, right, you can just have good artists and good musicians, but like that's not really what we're here for ultimately, right? Like, um, maybe sort of some of the time, but uh at least I, that's not what I'm here for, I should say. Um, so it was
3: it was nice to have all that. Um, are it it there some- reminded me of the Castlevania soundtrack a little bit. Sorry to cut you off. But like the Castlevania soundtrack, but done right in a weird way. Like the Castlevania soundtrack is like 30 tracks or something. And we liked a lot of them, but it's all over the place. Like there's basically right. no through line at all. It's just like every area sounds completely different and is crazy. And every genre ever... Sun and music is represented, <laughs> but this is like also has like you know like lyres and flutes that turn into like metal, and it's it's crazy in that way. But there is a through line like you're very much in the Hades world or in the underworld while you're <laughs> playing it, and then the, the the different what would you call them levels? I don't know what they're called like stages. Tartarus and Asphodel. The oh, stages yeah, yeah, yeah. all have their lyres. own like little like suites of music where it's like they're not always played in the same order but it's like this is definitely part of the asphodel soundtrack which is like the fire world or stage or whatever you know so it's it's just so well executed and 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 the songs are good um really good
1: Yeah, I was thinking uh, when I like got back into the game for this episode, like when I, I like first talked to Nick's or like talked to Nick second or yeah. something, and I, her just artwork of like her character model when oh. you're talking to her, I was like, and her voice acting, I was just like, this is fucking amazing. Like it's this amazing. is
3: amazing.
1: Yeah, she just looks so cool and sounds so good, and I was just like this. This is it. This is all right here. <laughs> this sums up so much of the game.
2: Yeah. And I, I, I had a similar experience with like the first time you see chaos and it's just like, oh my God, the, head, chaos the faces is the everywhere. Just incredible. And you're in this amazing like a space black hole world. And, yeah. It's, ugh. yeah. I think Everything chaos is so inspired.
3: It's like aesthetically, I think the, my favorite and I think the coolest other character in the game outside of you. But, also, what I was going to say is, this is like a weird complaint because the voice acting is so 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 good that I actually like the subtitles kind of take away from me for a little bit because the voice acting is done with so much like emotion that it's often very slow, and it's really hard when you're looking at subtitles to not just like read at your normal reading speed. It's and not so, even uh, subtitles;
2: it's literally just like the the whole yeah, dialogue is right now in front of you. Piece.
3: yeah, and. I I get it, like why you would do that, but at the same time, there were times where I would like literally look away from my computer screen or even close my eyes just to hear the voice line because reading it along would would ruin it and take away from it.
2: That's it. Uh, that's interesting. I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally agree. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean w-
1: subtitles are normal in games, and I've I just assume because sound design really hard to do. And mm-hmm. like voice often gets lost based on like location and everything else that's going on. But yeah, it's just, it's just like a big pet peeve of mine. that Like a lot of games just start with subtitles and this game yeah. also. Yeah. It's just, there's just dialogue boxes, which right. just, yeah, you're, you're doing it. You're doing the whole thing. Just get rid of them. Let let, let them just experience it. Just give it. me the
3: option of not viewing it. Yeah. You know, like uh, it's the art of, you know, chaos or any of the gods, really, I think they're all like pretty stunning. Like I just need that in the voice line. You don't have to make their mouths move or anything. You know, I can fill that part in with my imagination, but yeah, reading along was, was rough, but, um,
2: and I think it would encourage the player to slow down, uh, and, not feel like they're just like another level, another grind, like another run, another run, yeah, and, and like really deep in the grind. Because I definitely got to that, but you know, I had runs like kind of like you were talking about a lot on your speed run where it's just like, yeah, yeah, like uh, this. Yeah. This I just want to get back into the fight. Whereas it, you know, if you, I feel like you might feel a little, I don't know, a little. I would feel a little closer to the characters in those moments if you know. I really had to listen. I couldn't, especially because I, I don't know. I'm a pretty fast reader, and so literally, it's like they're three words in, and I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, ready. Exactly.
3: Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and it's worth it too. That's yeah. that's the other thing. It's worth it. They're really good. It's really well executed. The story's yeah. cool and interesting. There's a like Teddy said earlier. You never get like repeat voice lines or anything. Pretty much never. You know. But yeah, I I had, totally have that too. I'm like on a run. I'm really strong. I'm killing everything. I just want to go 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 go. And I end up like skipping a whole thing of Hermes because he's kind of annoying. And then I'm like. I should have read that, fuck, you know? I should have listened to that, you know? Yeah. I um, Did you guys ever use the Chaos Shield and
1: have, when there's like a Chaos Gate that spawns and the and Chaos will talk to you through the shield? What? It'll be like, yeah, I feel like there, and I feel like, I was going to say, there's so many little details like this, but Chaos would be like, come, like.
3: Really? Like, oh. Yeah. And, I need to try that. Uh, yeah, it's,
1: uh. Yeah, I don't know, you'll like have a boon from some god and someone will like talk to you about it. Like mm-hmm. you'll have caught a fish and Poseidon will be like, oh, you've got a fish on you or something. <laughs> like, they're just like, like the Zagreus will, uh, like before you go and fight the first boss, which is one of the three uh gorgeous, fates. like
3: Fates, okay, yeah.
1: yeah. And he just guesses which one it's going to be.
3: Oh, I love that. I love that subtle little dialogue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's there's just like so many little things where the game is like it doesn't just feel like the, the stuff's trickling in randomly. Like it feels like the game really is acknowledging where you are, what has happened. Um like sometimes you'll like see a fishing point and you'll like be running up towards it. And right before you go to it Zagri before you've pressed start fishing, Zagris would be like, time for some fishing or like just like little things like that and you like the like the game feels aware of you and it it just feels really special and satisfying and not in like it doesn't happen every time kind of way it's just like little things here and there where you're like
3: they're the furies by the way not the fates i thought they were the fates though i mean am i wrong i thought that they were nix's daughters and they were the fates
2: I don't think Nyx's daughters. Uh, well, no, because the Fates are the ones who won't let Zagreus like return to the mortal world, which I don't think has anything to do with Nyx. Yeah, am I am I crazy?
3: Well, I thought that it had everything to do with Nyx because she negotiated to let you live because they were her. Oh, daughters. right, right, right.
2: But I don't think she. I don't think she negotiated with her daughters. Right. I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I think the fates are traditionally. I believe.
3: They're <laughs>
1: traditionally witches or something. Wretches. Um,
3: are they called Wretches? uh Megara, Electo, and Tisiphone no. by any chance? Oh, dude, oh, man, I blew it. I blew it. Um
2: Dude, I have such a crush on on Meg.
3: Oh, just wanted, yeah. to, just wanted to pay attention to me in the when you're back home, like in the bar. Like just ch- talk to me when you give her the gift and oh so good so good did you guys get your
1: relationship (laughs) full with um i didn't with everyone you so you know you can date meg what Uh, you can date yeah eventually you and meg can like have sex what you can also (laughs) have sex with uh maybe i think have sex with uh thanatos Oh, oh, amazing.
0: <laughs>
1: and also Dusa.
0: <laughs> no oh <God>.
1: way. What <laughs> <Yeah>. the- <laughs> I don't know if you have sex with Dusa, sorry, but you could get to the point where you express that you're in love with you, that you have uh, feelings for Dusa and Dusa is like extremely bashful and it's an amazing uh, subplot.
3: <laughs> Holy shit. This is
2: yeah, Hades. Just the gift that keeps on giving.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the game is so fucking deep. It's really crazy how much you how much you can go. You have to beat the game around twenty five times to even reach the ending, um, which is just crazy. The ending of the like main plot. Um, but I wanted to jump back to the music real quick and ask if you guys have like a favorite track or anything like that, or favorite moment with the music.
2: There's some there's some like a uh, doom like ones. I think in Tartarus, that really hyped me up. Um, But otherwise, it just... I don't know. For me, it was... The music just felt like it was a a part of the world in a really positive way, but it wasn't... I don't know. Even like, you know, Castlevania, I think about some of the really good songs and how while they are really good, you're just, they're like so, almost uh, like so abrasive. They just like come in and you're like, oh, yeah. this song is like sick, but it's just like, <laughs> 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 it's yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. loud. And <laughs> this one, I just felt like uh, at all times, it was just, it just sounded right. Uh, I feel like there's like, to, uh, we've been talking about, um, I've been talking a lot about the new Lord of the Rings show, Rings of Power, and and uh, the score, its score versus the Lord of the Rings trilogy score, which uh, it's like, the score, I feel like there's either a score that is so uh, unique and effective that you, like, can't, the area, like, the film or whatever or game is not the same without them in the same moments. And yeah. I think, like, Lord, the Lord of the Rings trilogy has that. And the Rings of Power is, like, well, then there's, then there's like, score, which I think, like, Game of Thrones strikes most of the time where it's just, you don't really notice it. It's just, it just fits. And it's not like, oh, I want to listen to that song from that scene. It just like fits the setting really nicely. And then Rings of Power for a lot of it has felt like I notice the score all the time. And I'm like, what? Mm. This is so weird. I don't yeah, like you don't this. Want so, that, yeah. So Hades for me falls right in that middle middle line of, uh, there are a couple of tracks that jump out that I don't know the name of. but um, you I know, think that, this the second Hades stage, when it gets like really
1: metal, yeah, that's like really. If someone played that for me, like while in like the kitchen while I was cooking, I'd like my my heart rate, which yeah, I'd, like, turn it off. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh,
3: they do such a good job in a lot of the tracks on the soundtrack of like, they, they often start or pretty much not even often. I think they all start really light and soft and a lyre and flutes and, you know, other wind instruments and orchestral and stuff like that. And like environmental and then getting really metal with the same melodies, like in what, in the same track. But I don't know for me, the, Oh no, I was just going to say that, that, first time you beat Hades you beat the game and you meet Persephone Um, that track I actually like shed a tear like the first time you're you're talking to her and it's just this like you know she finds out that you're alive and you're her son and it's just like and there's just beautiful like orchestra that comes in really slowly right when it's like climaxing and she's like freaking out that you're alive and, and so happy to see you. that so I was just like, holy fuck, this game this game is amazing
1: I'm gonna have to listen to that after this yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Check it out What are you gonna
2: say Danny? Uh, I forgot it now. It was a very. It was a very. Oh, oh, uh, liar. I, I don't know if this is the. Fr- this is definitely not the first time I've learned this, but I sometimes forget it. But for most of my life, I've thought it was uh, pronounced Lear, and I think oh. it's come up a couple times this episode. I'm like, oh, right. I don't know anything. Right. That thing. <laughs> yeah, that's when you.
1: I thought it was uh, Persephone instead of Persephone. Persephone, yeah. oh. classic,
2: or bonobo instead of bonobo. If you're if you're my wife, <laughs> amazing.
1: What's uh, what's the ice ice god's name? Demeter. Oh, I always thought it was Demeter. Oh.
3: Demeter. God. Were you guys Demeter. not into Greek mythology when you were younger?
2: Well, we were into reading it. Never, no one ever talked to us about it. I guess. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: read it a lot when I was younger. Um, that explains I, a lot. M- milk, okay. milk. Said, what do you what do you think of the?
1: <laughs> what do you think of the mythology aspect? You're a real this type David. Of, Sorry
2: one. Yeah. What,
1: does this type of story make the game richer? What do you think of the bedroom lounge and little nose and crannies? Okay, we could skip the second part of the question.
3: What do you think of the mythology aspect? Does this just make the story
1: of the game richer?
3: Absolutely. Okay. I can't explain my tastes in the world. Like, I can't get into Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, but I used to love Greek mythology and love this game. Don't ask me why. This is just what I prefer. Um, But, yeah, I I think it's amazing. I think it's awesome. I think it's super... It makes the game way richer and way... I don't know, like, deeper feeling? Like, I feel like I can Google any character in this game right now and be fascinated that like, that's the story of the character. And they probably didn't stray that far from, you know, what the myths were about them or where they come from or who they're related to or what the relationships were like um, just to serve the game. I think they, they, it felt pretty true to to a lot of things to me.
2: Yeah. And I feel like Greek mythology is, is a little, it's a little bit like Batman in popular media where it's just, there are so many different versions of it, and there's like uh, so many. Um, there's always really interesting ways to do it, like God of War. I feel like has a really interesting right. uh, use of it, and then um, I think about like Hercules or Kingdom Hearts and how it's just so different. Like that's my association with Hades, right? And just that word, Disney, that name, Disney. Yeah, Disney Hades, and <laughs> then uh, then this game. I think for me, I was like, whoa, these like. You first meet Hades, and he's just so intense, right? And then, you know, the gods are kind of, like, fun-loving. So it seems like they're just, like, too nice kind of thing. But just, I don't know. Yeah, I just felt like I was like, I love this version of the Greek, the Greek mythos. It's it's cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, right, what's interesting about Greek mythology, and, like, I, I read Edith Wharton? Edith Hamilton? Who, what Edith Wharton wrote? I feel like some other book, Edith Hamilton's uh, (laughs) Greek mythology or something. But like, I I think all, there's like no canon for any of this stuff, right? Like there's no like text, Bible, right? There's like no, none of this. Like, it's all just like stories people told. And it was like, it changed great. I I mean, Roman gods are like, they just stole it from Greece right like, <laughs> and they just like change everyone's names like so uh, i think all this is like really mutable um but one thing i like didn't I, I would say one thing i loved is like i felt like i knew like i think the it, the way you can power up your character really translated for each of the like, different gods yeah, and i definitely. thought that just like i guess it's possible i could have done it more abstractly or something and i guess i would have gotten it but i just I felt really I feel like it just worked so well with this game. Um I don't know if like they how much they planned that, but I'm fine to think they did and it they did a great job with it. It just like all melds together really yeah. well. Like that you just keep dying and go back to the underworld, all these different gods. Zeus gives you lightning, Poseidon gives you water buffs. I mean, I guess you could like draw them all differently and make them feel different, and it could have been yeah. to a different god, but I don't know. It feels like it all just makes a ton of sense. Totally.
2: Um it, yeah and it feels very intentional I think uh, yeah, I,
1: yeah the one problem I have with it in story wise and like I guess you know I'll give them license to like make a happy game because it doesn't matter but like Greek mythology is full of like betrayal and sad endings and trickery and just like awful stuff that just doesn't go well and this game had basically none of that. Like, it was mm. all really happy. Um, you The game just, like, keeps working out. One, one re- review I read on Kotaku, it was, uh, like, by Nathan Grayson. He was saying, like, he played this in Early Access, and in the first time you played the game, they just never... Like, the first two years, I think, there was never anything but you die when, after you beat Hades and go back to the beginning. There was no... Oh, wow. There was no, like... Uh, Persephone. There was no like happy epilogue ending. Um, and he was saying what he loved about the game is like, actually you never like get out and beat the game, but there's, you like rebuild the underworld, you, um, fix your relationship with your dad, you help Achilles, you become friends with Megara and like all, all this stuff he was like so like I really like this message of like even though you failed at your like original task, you are achieving like change in the world. And I thought that was like really beautiful. And I think that like made sense. And I really like uh I I think that's that's great. And I just I, I guess I, I just wish there was like if you're gonna do Greek gods, I feel like it needs to be more fucked up than this. Mm. Um
3: but it's okay. I don't I, it's not a big deal. I did like that. Sort of on that note is like, I don't really know the word for it, but all the, all the characters in the game are very like humanized or is that the right way of using that? They all have like human problems and anxiety and human feelings and human relationships with each other, even though they're gods, which I do think is like true to the Greek mythology texts, right? Like basically the whole plot of the game is like a family drama, (laughs) And you're like basically an emo teen who's who's <laughs> mad at a sad. Like that's basically the plot. Yeah. And I it just it's really nice that they can just, you know, sort of plop on all these like ancient texts and art and style that are so cool and make it work with a plot that is so familiar to us at the same time. The Olympians have all grown soft, would you not
2: agree?
3: <laughs> 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 Fucking chaos is the best. Dude. Yeah. they
2: <laughs> <laughs> are like, oh, all, yeah, Zeus is a total joke. Oh my god.
3: Fuck off, Zeus. <laughs> fuck off, Zeus. I love that all of the all of the not just the gods, every character in the game like basically calls you something different. Have you noticed that? Oh nephew! Like, yeah, exactly. Like young man, or like my kin. <laughs> I think Ares says my kin. <laughs> and right, then, right. Like Dionysus, who's always fucking shit faced, is like Zagman. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, all oh, the
3: Nix is always like my child, you know. And yeah, right. right they they're, they all boy. call you something. Yeah, boy for Hades, like they all. Uh, they all say something. It's, I'm glad. I'm really glad you good. called that out. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And chaos just says "Son of Hades" because she's right. just like above all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else
2: do we have to talk about? Is that is that a pod? This is definitely a pod. I'm trying to think.
3: Uh...
2: <laughs> I was just gonna. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just gonna say one thing about the story real quick, if that's
3: okay, since we're yeah, still please. kind of talking about it. Please, I think that's okay. Yeah. Teddy, do you think that's okay?
2: Yeah, we'll talk about this after the episode. But, go yeah. out, go ahead. <laughs> um, but the uh, it's interesting because I felt like I liked the world a lot. Sorry, there's a lot of cackling going on outside our house right now. <laughs> um, no, but I didn't feel, yeah, I f- didn't feel like I like the. I didn't feel like I cared very much about the story or the characters. Um, but I, that's not even necessarily a, I'm not, it's not a criticism really. It's just a, uh, just more like an observation of how I felt immersed and like that. I liked the world I was playing in, but it wasn't like a, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I felt like I liked it a lot and I loved the last of Us story as well, but the last of Us story, I'm like so invested in the outcomes for the characters mm-hmm. and this one was just like. Yeah, something a uh, something very pleasurable about just kind of watching these interactions happen and the yeah. letting the mystery or you know, the mystery of the story kind of unfold. Yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah, it unfolds, right? I think that's a good way to describe it.
3: It's um, like bre- breadcrumbing sort of. Like yeah, that and right. that's what's nice about a rogue like tied to a breadcrumb narrative is that they synergize really well. Yeah, because all you want to do is get back in there and fight more, and then uh, what happens as a result of that is you learn more, and then the cycle goes again. <laughs> cycle continues. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's basically it. Um. Does anyone do do any of us have like a bad word to say about this game? Because honestly, I don't really. I mean, like even. Shane's other question was like, is this the perfect Nintendo Switch game? And I didn't play on Switch. I don't own a Switch, but I can only imagine like missing multiple train stops if I have this game portably. (laughs) Yes. Like there's no way that I'm like fighting a boss with fucking you know no death defiances and 20 health and i'm like oh my stop like pause like i would just fucking i would be all the way in like the bronx and just be like fuck i have to take an hour long train back yeah yeah i think i think that's it i'm trying to uh yeah
2: maybe we maybe this will get cut but i did i also really liked the uh kind of second shop or not shop second uh home that you have after you beat uh like your final your final respite before you fight Hades after you beat Theseus and the Minotaur. Where oh, you yeah. kind of have those chambers you can choose to go no, into cool. and yeah. then some stuff to buy. I was like I was like I was very surprised by it and uh I was very I was wrap it up Uh and yeah, I thought I thought it was a nice a nice touch, and all of a sudden I was like, oh my god, I could have two thousand coins at this point in the game. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Yeah, how is that? Teach you what's possible. Yeah. Do Do you have a favorite character or anything like that? I mean, just anyone in the game. I mean, that there's a fucking the funniest character I think is that in the in the boss fight against um oh my god I'm blanking oh Theseus and the Minotaur. There's a shade, which is like a dead soul trapped in the underworld, right? There's a shade that roots for you and has a poster of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just a, there's this one small red shade. And if you go up to it, Zagreus has a different voice line for the shade after every win. It's just like... Wait, I've never talked to him. Yeah, like he he doesn't... The shade doesn't respond, but Zagreus uh-huh. always but says, says something. something. Oh, yeah, amazing. which is like you have to... You have to do that. It's so funny. Oh my funny. God. Yeah, like, I'm going to go do that right now. Yeah, it's so good. He's just like, uh, I can't even think of him off the spot, but I just thought that character was so fucking funny.
1: What's I, the, uh, I love that Zagreus refers to him, Theseus, as king. Yeah. And like a, in a belittling way. It's just like, it really <laughs> like situates him as like, so like you fucking joke. Like you think yeah. you're awesome. Like yeah. kid, let's go king or whatever he says. <laughs> it's always just, I it makes me feel great.
3: Uh
2: um, were you gonna say something, Danny? Uh I was going to say that I Oh what's the uh what's the shopkeeper's name, the riverkeeper's keeper's name?
3: Charon. Cha- Charon, yeah.
2: Charon, Caron. I, I did I did really enjoy Zag's interactions with him and like giving <sighs> him a gift, like, giving him nectar and stuff. <laughs> so funny. Did you guys ever <laughs> steal from him? How? What? You
1: can you can steal his gold. What? There's like sometimes he'll like have a sack of gold, and if you try and steal it, you'll go to like another area and fight him. Oh no! Oh my I never god! Noticed. Are you
3: kidding? I never had this. Yeah, Fuck! There's yeah. that's Dude, the beauty of so this much, game. Yeah. yeah, there's just there's just infinity to do in this game. I cannot believe how much content There's just they infinity for it. to shred in this game. Yeah, exactly. Literally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if I mentioned this already, um, but. Also thinking about Voldy's question about, like, the, the perfect build. There, there are a lot of times where, like, I, I'm probably, I think I'm up to four heat. Like, you can basically, right, you can yeah, make the runs yeah. harder um so you can get more rewards. And uh, I would occasionally just do farming runs for, like, other materials, like darkness and gems. And I'd be like, or I'd be trying to advance prophecies, and I'd be like, okay, it doesn't matter what boons I get. Yeah, I'll just yeah. die halfway through the game. And I would get, like, things that I thought were bad that would just... Like halfway through, be like, wait, if I get this new boon, like this is going to be amazing, and like suddenly this thing I'd never thought of before is just super powerful. And I think the game, like with the prophecies and with other things like this, it just encourages lots of experimentation. So that was like really fun to be like, yeah, like whatever I thought about this game is like just not true. Yes, yes. Like I actually my second most used boon is after party. Dionysus is like the return after one? it's after you're an encounter, return your health. If it's below 45%, oh. return it to 45%. Wow. So basically I've you're, never you're he- taken that one. Yeah. And I used to always take it in the beginning and like now I don't never take it, but it's right. like my second most used one. Cause I was at the beginning, I was like, Oh, this is fucking amazing. I need
3: this. Cause at, after every fight, I'm literally at one. Yeah. Health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first, one of my first times Beating the game with the the fist build that I mentioned earlier, the the crit special fist build. I was just like I was like, I'm just building tank vi. And shout out to (laughs) shout out to Doug, shout out to League of Legends. (laughs) I had like 250 health in that run. I just always took health when I needed it because I was like, I have the damage and I need to go in, right? I'm a melee character. I was like, I'm tank vi. My special does so much damage. I have 250, 275 health, or something like that. And I'm just, I'm just ripping through them. <laughs> awesome. That's so awesome. Good. So That's good. awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. All right. All right. Should, we talk, ratings? should we talk ratings? Yeah. Oh my God. Ratings. I forgot about ratings. Yeah. Oh no. All right. What? Um, you for-
2: how could you forget? I don't know. Okay.
3: Uh, fun. I
1: would give this a one. Mm. Um, I didn't think it was like super fun. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was, sometimes it could be a little grindy. Yeah. Sometimes it could be a little frustrating. Um, But sometimes the combat was just fucking awesome. And I wouldn't say it was always fucking awesome or most of the time fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think I had to get a few things working correctly that for it to be like fucking awesome. Otherwise it was like, I, you know, I was a little tiptoey or something. So yeah, yeah. One.
2: What are you saying, Danny? Uh, I think it's a two for me. I think playing, if I, I think playing like Halo Combat Evolved solo is definitely like I think this game's probably more fun. Um, and I gave I gave Halo a two, so I think it's got it's got to be a two. <laughs> You're going to be held yeah.
1: to that standard forever. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's not a yeah. I stand behind every rating. We're never going to go back and revisit. Uh, I love that. I do. Yeah, and like I th- I'm looking at my past ratings and like Prey I gave a 3 for fun and this game was definitely not as much fun as Prey for me, but uh but a 1 feels yeah, 1 doesn't feel doesn't sit right quite quite right.
3: Yeah, I'm a, I'm with you on it too. I just think it's really hard in roguelike specifically because <clears throat> if you asked me after my first run I would have said 0. If you asked me after my fifth run I would have said maybe 1 max but right like if you ask me now I'm like three so it's like it's a sliding scale in roguelikes always so I'm going to just settle on a two because I think the majority of my 40 hours was a two even though the beginning was kind of grinding and hard and I was frustrated
1: cool all right Um,
3: senses yeah senses three it's a three three for me it's yeah, so it's fucking be, cool. Three. I can't imagine showing this to someone and them being like, "That looks like shit." <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Like it looks so cool, and some of the music is so good, and it's just, it's just fucking unreal. It even smells good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I even shower before I play so that it can sm- <laughs> I can smell good while I play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the
3: yeah. acting, the acting is so good. I, I, I really can't like say that enough. Like. These actors are better than ninety percent of the actors I see in like contemporary movies and stuff. Like these people were unbelievable, actually unbelievable for performances. Um, uh, also, like, what the fuck is Orpheus? Like, yeah, who's Orpheus again? Orpheus
1: is the lyre player.
3: Oh my god, Orpheus and <laughs> and Eury- Eurydice or Eurydice, Eurydice, Eurydice. Eurydice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. By the way, making fun of us for not being able to say these fucking Greek gods, you can't say I, shit.
3: Hey, <laughs> come on. But yeah, the the song of Eurydice is incredible. Yeah. Oh my god! The first time you hear the Eurydice song, it's like, what is this beautiful voice doing in this game? But yeah, the relationship with Orpheus is so weird. Yeah. Or
1: Orpheus Orpheus is like his
3: hair, his voice is really weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they also, play with a, like gender and sexuality. Right. Right. very loosely which I like arc. yeah, right. yeah our, for sure our,
1: our good friend uh, <laughs> r- I was like we gotta teach Tim these songs um, <laughs> did you guys did you guys buy the lyre and play it in your bedroom
3: didn't know you could do that
1: yeah you can you, you can buy a lyre and put it in your bedroom and then you can practice playing it and you're really bad and I probably have touched it like a hundred times and I'm st- I'm I'm getting better but, oh my
3: god that's but awesome I'm not, but I'm not I'm not at Orpheus level yet. There's like awesome. With Slay the Spire, I can be like watching something. I can be editing something. I can be listening to music, listening to a podcast and have a really fine Slay the Spire sesh where, you know, like maybe I'll beat the game. Maybe I won't, whatever. I never did something else when I played this game. I was always like headphones, loud. I'm playing this game. I'm all in. Which is like really hard to do in a, you know, time where like our attention is is the economy basically, and it's like I never ever was like I'm just gonna lower the volume in Hades and listen to music. I'd be like, absolutely not, you know. <laughs> like I'm playing Hades right now, which is I think just says a lot, you know. Yeah, totally. Definitely.
2: All right, recommend.
3: <sighs> yeah, that's hard. F- that's hard. I'm a little.
1: my first instinct is three because i just think every like anybody should play this game
3: i I don't think a roguelike can be a three that's right i just think it's
1: i I think it's just too hard
3: yeah um a non-gamer playing this game i just feel like there's no way they'd have fun
1: yeah right yeah it's there's even like an easy mode i think you can turn on um but still i just think like like if it was like someone who was like i just st- started dating this new person and they've never played a video game before maybe i could like make them play it um but yeah like i don't think i could like show my dad this game and he'd be like yeah this is yeah. great um, <laughs> so it's got i think it's two out of three for me if you're a gamer
3: i'm there but, i'm I'm with you what about you danny uh I, th-
2: I think i think two i think it's a two yeah Two's all around. A That's a teetering really on a ratings. one, I think.
3: But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a for sure not a three, and for sure at least a one, right? Because if yeah, you like totally. roguelikes, likes, you should absolutely play this game, no question. Right. Right. But yeah, it's whether it's a one or elevated to a two is the the call. But those are really high ratings, probably highest of any game we've given so far.
2: Yeah, like the most consistently high, really. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties yeah. wow. good game. Eighties keeper. Keeper alert. Thanks for thanks for making it super
3: giant. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to see what they do next. Because this was 2020, you said, Danny? Is that what you said? Yeah, at the it came beginning? out. Yeah, it came out twenty twenty. It came out in twenty twenty. In a couple of years, they I'd imagine they're working on something else, right? Yeah, they um
1: during the No Clip documentary, they say they're planning something and they say you know, it's Thanksgiving on Thursday. And uh, so there's no emails then or no on the weekend because we don't have no emails a lot on the weekends. And I was just like, it, like it's just in the world of like crunch and everything that we've like seen. it's just, They like, do it I was, like, right,
3: man. I mean, yeah,
1: I was like this company, like I'll literally I'll buy every one of their games three times. Yeah, <laughs> like they
3: the fact that like. They're so small and they're just like, no, this is our music, dude. And he does the music on all of our games. And Jen is our artist and we love her work and she does the art on all of our games. It gives me the the warm vibe of like if we started a game company together or something, right? Like I would never be like someone's gonna sing other than Madeline I'd be like no Madeline's our singer like that's yeah. just that's how it goes here you know what I mean? what, whatever it is you know like someone else is gonna program this I'm like no this is like Doug's gonna figure this out like the uh, Doug's the guy you know and it's just it just feels so much better to support a company like that yeah Yes. that was beautiful thank you alright
1: thank you thank
3: you everybody for listening
1: for all the people who made it this far um thanks to all our patrons really guys uh we appreciate it you you're supporting our eventual game studio um, (laughs) true where where, where that's paying all of our salaries all of our friends salaries which is you guys know um (laughs) we don't have the next game picked we don't
3: Um, we will add it and post yeah
1: but also thanks for everyone for the banter and all the good times in discord uh yeah
3: it's been popping off these days. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Huge Rocket League community. Get in there. Let's fucking yeah, grind. Seriously.
1: Yeah, Overwatch 2 just came out.
3: Doug's let's, playing let's Di- play. Diablo
1: Ladder Season 2. So oh, you know, my we got, God. <laughs> let's go. We got it <laughs> we all got for you. We lots of
2: content. Lot we're, we're on, we, uh, we finally upgraded to Fios in our household, uh, so hopefully some more uh, Twitch streams to come Oh nice. Uh, in the future. All, all right. Well. That's Peace. a wrap. That's a wrap. For
0: the next game club we, will be playing, Outer Wilds, from 2019. Happy gaming!